It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Jenkins and Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good friends, the Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, guys? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, guys. How's it going? And I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. And we have a very special episode. First of all, I feel like I haven't gotten to talk to you guys. I feel like I haven't gotten to talk to you guys because we were on with Colin on Sunday. And so... It, it hasn't been the three of us mm. recording for a minute. Uh, it's nice to see you. Oh, you both look great. You both look great. That's so oh, sweet. Tyler's got Thanks, on a Mike. hat. I miss you too, buddy. Tyler's got on a hat that matches his glow. John, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? John's looking good. John's been in the mountains. Alabama A&M, you know what I mean? You know, so. <laughs> there it is. We have a special episode of Jenkins and Jones. We're going to be joined by the legend, Zach Fox. Very excited about that. Nigga, bro. Great interview. Motherfucking such a bro. Funniest dude on the planet, bro. The internet. We're joined by the internet. Let's just funny. say that. Because that is a perfect right? internet ass dude, bro. You feel me? I completely agree. Living I'm... embodiment of the internet. You feel me? Before we get to Zach, though, uh, we got to talk about a little bit of hoops. Uh, Myers Leonard, man. What the fuck? Who uses that? Like, bro, like, I, 
I, what, what I don't get is, why do you feel the need to use these words? Like, I don't use any other racial epithets other than nigga. I am perfectly fine with nigga. I love that shit. You know what I mean? Why, I don't need to call nobody else anything else. You feel me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what? why? I don't get it. And nigga is for us, right? Like, right. like we 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 right. we right. never say that derogatorily or disparagingly. Like, you know what I mean? It's love when we say that, but that's a whole other discussion. Um, I feel like the slur that Myers Leonard used is a slur where, you know, that's not the only slur he's saying. Deep All right, cut. yeah, that is an album cut slur, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like we we know the radio hit single slurs. Right. The slur that Myers Leonard used is an album cut, deep cut, track number 14 slur. You know what I mean? That's, so, a, I'm a, I, that's what I'm standing while everybody else is kneeling at slur. That's what the <laughs> fuck that is. You feel me? Like, of course that came from him. It's just, it's, it's, bro, like, I hear that. I'm like, what the? and he thought about it. There was time in between. Yeah. And he still dropped it. Like, that's the one you went with, bro. Like, you no, know, you had some time to make that decision. Right. Like he had time to gather himself, compose himself, and that was the one he picked. Like, I don't even want to hear your first fucking impulsive, you know, reaction. So <laughs> what right? was the Rolodex prior? You know what right. I mean? Like, right. What were the six or seven stories that didn't make the cup before you roll with that? Like, I do not want to hear that shit. He's but, um, he's and if you haven't seen, he's playing Call of Duty, and you, there's a moment before he says the racial slur he said, where you can see him mentally rooting around in the golf club bag, like <laughs> like he's looking for the right the driver. Right. You know what I mean? We got this one. Like what the bro? What, what do you guys think? I saw. I, I think people were saying this to Tyler on Twitter, and I, I feel like every time someone is recorded saying a racial slur or slur something they shouldn't say obviously on a video game stream there's this community of people on the internet that thinks like that there's like you can do and say anything you want when you're like playing call of duty or like or or Fortnite or something like what what is that like what is that that impulse i said like tyler someone said to you like he's playing call of duty as the, like, what yeah. does that have to do yeah, with anything? As, as an excuse, right? And it's like, this is just flat out what those people are saying. It's like, oh, come on. We can't be a little bit racist sometimes. And no, motherfucker, you can't. You can't. You can't be racist at all, bitch. Right. The fuck? This is the thing. Like, I, I, as Not even when I'm excited. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. As somebody that plays, you know, COD, like, it's, it, it gets wild on there. But, like, I, I, get, I get maybe... You well, say that under like. Hold on, what do you mean by that? You're, you're I mean, playing I, I, and you they, hear I, people I, I saying been, crazy shit. I've been shit. called nigga multiple times. Like, I, I, I will be like, dude, I'll be playing. I, I have, I have a black dude. Like my avatar, or whatever on there is a nigga. You feel me? And they'll kill me and then call me that shit. I'm like, all right, bro. Like I'm out of this party. Like it's, bro, it's wild. It gets wild, dog. I mean, I remember a dude on my team. He was complaining and shit. I started clowning like, bro, we playing a video game. Calm your ass down, bro. Go get, some, you know what I mean, like. And, and, and he and he was like, and he started calling me all the time. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, I mean, I wasn't mad because he sounded like because he was crazy. He was, yeah, yeah. He was. I'm like, this man, you know. If the argument is, well, I get so excited when I'm playing a, this video game that I'm going to use racial slurs. Is that not an argument for not playing the video game? I just yeah. don't understand what the. <laughs> Like, dude, like they, they, like, they say it in anonymity, right? A lot of these people do. And I get, like, saying it in anonymity, but acting like you don't do it in public, right? But to, like, say it in anonymity, and then you are on internet saying, like, 
what's wrong? Like, you really don't understand how wrong that is? Like, I thought everybody knew it was wrong. They just didn't give a fuck. I can get that. Like, you're just being a dickhead. But for you being a dickhead and stupid, like, that level of dumb, like, you got access to the internet. You see how wrong that is? Like, what? I just, I, I, just, I don't get that. It doesn't, that's, that's so weird to me. Bro, bro, there's, there's nothing that can come out of you that wasn't in you to begin with. And as simple as that. And it's like, it's like when, when, when these events happen, you know, it's, it's, you know, and, and we saw the same shit with the Dr. Seuss shit last week, right? Like, you know, some old shit of Dr. Seuss service, like, wow, he's racist as fuck. And a lot of black people were like, oh yeah, this motherfucker racist. Okay, fuck him. Anyway, moving along. And yeah. then it was like a bunch of white people rushing like, no, wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> do not turn your back on Dr. Seuss. Who's amongst us has not, <laughs> right? And it's like, bro. <laughs> Who's the monster? Right? Who's the monster? And it's like, bro, <laughs> bro if if look, like it's if there's so many times where I find out a motherfucker was racist, you know, whether current day historically, and I'm like, okay, well, fuck that guy, you know. But it's so many white people who claim to that shit, like, no, don't. Like, we must discuss this in the parameters of free speech. And bro, it's like. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't I, I feel like I feel like we're not gonna get anywhere in this fucking country until white people see racism as more than just a minor character flaw. I feel like I a lot of they, white I feel like a lot of white people view racism as the same as like constantly being late, like on that same level of shit. You know what I mean? They're like if Dr. Seuss can't be racist, then who can? You know what I mean? That like, motherfucker was born in 1904. Right, 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 right. If he can't do I think, racist, who can get away with it? Like, bro. I like, think there's nobody, a story. Everybody that is on that shit. I think there's a story that America tells itself that a, a lot of white people are very invested in that everything used to be bad. Mm. Like, we know that slavery happened. We know that civil rights happened, right? But, like, we, we've actually talked about that uh, with our kids in the context of their own family history on Shar side of the family where, you know, they learn about the civil rights march and stuff. And it's very much like the preschool version of that story is things were bad. These good guys want to fight mm -hmm. and things are better. Yeah. Right. Like that's and, and I think that for a lot of white people, I think there's a heavy emotional investment in that. So it's like, well, we know that things used to be racist, but Dr. Seuss made it now. He's on Nickelodeon. You like, mm. Right. Like, so therefore uh, it's all good. <laughs> And we talked about this with like the history of Tyler city and the fight over, you know, Confederate row and mm -hmm. all those statues, but it's that same thing. Like, it's like, it's acknowledged that that was racist. So now if it survives till now, it's in the, it's in the good time or mm -hmm. it can't be touched. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think that's, I, that's what I think that story is that creates that weird viewpoint. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what you're saying because a lot of, you know, white people will be like, okay, is not acknowledging that shit is hard for black people enough for us. It's like, no motherfucker. You like y'all are the ones holding the keys to this shit. Y'all got to make shit better. Like just saying, yeah, it's tough for, for black people out here. And then just going on about your way. If you truly care about making shit better, then that's not the way you approach this. You know, here's, here's our Christmas. Here's our early Christmas present to Myers Leonard. <laughs> You were one of the people who kept us from talking about the issues that athletes were actually kneeling about mm -hmm. when they were kneeling. Instead, got us talking about the national anthem and the troops, which were not a part of what they were kneeling about. So now we're talking about the issues that the athletes were talking about because you decided to be a weirdo on COD. So congratulations to you, idiot. <laughs> congratulations and fuck you. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what Tyler said, bro. If it's not in you, it's not coming out of you in the heat of the moment playing a video game. Right, I have never right. stubbed my toe and exclaimed a word in Polish because I do not speak Polish. Right. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you feel me? Right. That's simple. All right, John, you want to talk about Steph? I just, bro, like, we all saw Steph in the All-Star game. And what I want to say is this. I'm so glad we're past the point where it's Steph versus Brian. At least I feel that way, right? Like with future the Warriors. Teammates. You said what? What was that? Future, future teammates. Uh -huh. future <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I would, hey, you know, hey. This is, this is the thing I feel, though. I'm like, I can truly enjoy Steph now. Like, I was, like, hiding. You know, I'm, 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 I was Westbrook on the bench getting snacks while watching the Warriors. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm watching all hella Warriors basketball, but I ain't really talking about, like, boy, that's that nigga Steph that really cold, bro. Like, when he, when he, when he, 2006, when he, in 2016, when he hit that shot, you know what I mean? I mean, I was running around my living room in disbelief when he hit the shot, but I can't really talk about, yo, this dude's special. But, well, I mean, to see, to see what he's done, somebody said this. We might get another Bron before we get another Steph. And, I, and, and, and the way he said it was because what, genetically, because people we're, we're leaning towards that way. But Steph's skill set is something we haven't seen as far as at this level. And, and, that's, and I, I, I don't know. I disagree with that because you can work yourself into the, a lot of this stuff Steph has. And you bro, cannot work bro, yourself no, into I, a lot no, of I, don't, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't if, say if, that. If you can't shoot, you can't shoot, no matter how bro. hard you work at it, right? And, and I, I really think a part of that is being born with that shit, dog. Okay, really but do. what are you more likely? You're more likely to teach someone who can't shoot to shoot than teach someone who's not the size of LeBron James. To but be that's the size what we're saying. But, but, Genetically, but, but, people are leaning towards <laughs> yes. uh, everyone. LeBron's fifty years ahead of his time. Bro, you feel me? Like every, fifty years, you might see more LeBron's physically. Yeah, everyone who's the size of LeBron is playing basketball the way that LeBron has played basketball. You know what I mean? So we might see, you know, someone who's similar to LeBron. But, but everyone who's seven foot tall in high school is trying to play like Steph right now. So we're going to find listen, one. That's my only we, point. We, yeah, <laughs> what I'm saying. But the thing is, though, I think when it comes to Steph, dog, I'm, 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 bro, like, I could have shot. I had a Jimmy for a dude that, you know, that's not. And you know what I mean? Like, if I'm on the street, I got a jumper to most people. You feel me? I could have shot every day, put twice as much work that Steph's put into it and not been half as good of a shooter as he is. You know what I mean? There's something that Steph, genetically, that he just, he just pure, it's so pure. It's, he pulled up, he pulled up from the tee on the All-Star. And it was just, and it would look like a throw. It looked like he didn't even, pure. like, it was just like, fuck it. It he was, was like, a shot. he didn't he even really try, right? It's like, we'll see what happens. Wow. I'm like, bro, I mean, the dude. What, 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 was so, what was so fun about that, and it, it was, it was all I needed from the All-Star game. All you want from the All-Star game is the one moment where Kobe's guarding Braun, right? Like, you're just looking for that one intersection. Braun doing the driving kick and kicking to Steph at half court was, like, Whoa. genuinely, that's, like, Miles Davis and Charlie Parker walking into the room. <laughs> right. You know jumped. what I mean? My you just like jumped. I got really excited, dog. <laughs> Blood was flowing. That was beautiful, dog. <laughs> that was beautiful, man. Like, and I mean, then like this Steph, you know what I'm saying? And Dane going back and forth. The thing that this is, I think this is the main thing about the difference between Steph and Dane. Steph, I think Steph is fun. Like Steph is fun. You know what I mean? Like Steph's there. Yeah. And Dame is dance this. on you. Yeah. Dame is Dame all Dane is mean. Yeah. Steph, 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 Steph will see walk on you and, and turn his back and look at the, the last person on the bench. But it's all for the, he wants to laugh. That's what, you know what I mean? 
Like Dame, Dame in his know, head is peeing on your grave. Dame, like Dame, the ball right, goes Dame is a mean hooper. <laughs> yeah. And I love seeing both sides of that. You feel me? Where Dame's like, I'm trying to embarrass you. You know what I mean? Like, and I love seeing that too, bro. But yeah. that was, yeah. it was, it was, it was fun. I mean, it was, they drugged them dudes, but it was still fun because he was there for entertainment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why Steph we is, the boy on him. Yes. Yeah, so, so, Steph is the type who will dance on you after hitting the game winner. Dame is the type who will grill the fucking camera like I told y'all I was a bad motherfucker. I don't know why y'all keep sleeping on me. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's the, the difference between those two. Yeah. You feel me? I love both of them. You feel me? Like shut up. It's hella fun to watch. The all-star game, yeah. And the all-star game was it was a perfect, it was perfect. display. It was perfect. It was, it was, yeah, yeah. It was perfect. perfect. It was it was Giannis's MVP game, but that will always be like Steph and Dane's game. To that's me, the only shit to I'm gonna remember. I mean, that's the only I'm shit not, I remember. Yeah, sixty game, for sixteen. Yeah. That was wild. But I was, I mean, it, of course he was sixty for sixteen. The shots he was getting. I mean, he did bang in a couple threes, which was yeah. Like, he, he, the Yannis shot I will remember was the two straight on banked in three. Dude, like, <laughs> cash money. And even Giannis ran off like <laughs> confused, like what? You feel me? But yeah, bro, that was that was Steph, Steph and Dame. And if we picking one, I think that was Steph's game. Steph is Steph is this year. Steph really. He dropped his nuts. I mean, as much as he's been killing over the years, this is the year where I'm just like, a kid man. from Akron. The seeds have been planted. The seeds have been planted. I'm just Don't saying, the seeds have been planted, bro. This death's gonna jump. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me excited. All right, so um, Jenkins and Jones family. Um, when me and John started this podcast six years ago. It was just some shit where two friends wanted to talk. And it's always been two friends who wanted to talk. Then we added Mike and it became three friends who wanted to talk. Like the whole theme of this shit has been friends talking. And um, and 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 during this time, we've had you know plenty of faithful listeners who have chimed in. And it was never just us, you know, closing off our friendship circle or whatever. You know, like if you listen to the pod, if you commented on it we replied to you because you know you were a friend to us at that point too like our friendship circle extends beyond this pod and um one of our one of our good friends one of our friends of of us one of our biggest supporters one of our biggest supporters of the pod um she recently lost her mother in a, in a tragic way um you can you can find her her twitter account at underscore fetle f-e-t-l-e uh, she also has a gun GoFundMe up for her mother, who she lost tragically. And I'm I'm just asking um, all the all the friends and family of of this pod to, you know, if you can't contribute, that's great. I know times are hard. If you can't, just um, you know, go to her Twitter page. Like I said, underscore f e t l e, and you know, just uh, boost her GoFundMe if you can. Um, she's a good friend of ours. She's someone who we greatly appreciate. And she lost her mother in a tragic way. And we are just, we just want to do the most we can to help her in this, in these hard times. So I'm just going to, um, you know, pass it off to John or Mike, if y'all want to say something here. I just want to say I'm sending my love, man. I feel like we've built a, 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 a bond with a lot of people through this podcast. Like if you really fuck with us, this is who we genuinely are. You know what I mean? You, if you, you, you probably will be our friends in real life. It's just not, it doesn't feel internet to me. You know what I mean? So Seeing that happen, it, it, like it, it, I, I mean, my, I, was, I was sick to my stomach, you know what I'm saying, when I read about that shit. And she's always been so sweet, you know what I mean, so solid and always supported us. And we get so much love and support. We just want to give that. We want to help in this situation in any way we can. Yeah. So 
you know, like, like Tyler said, if you can't give, you know, please at least share, um, you know, it's extremely tragic and we just want to help in any way we can. You feel me? Jenkins and Jones is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel fantasy before? Great! Exclamation point. FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? Uh, FanDuel Fantasy is an easy app to use. That's why I use it. I like that you can pick a new team every game. And uh, I like competing for cash payouts because cash payouts are fun. FanDuel is offering new users a deposit match of up to $500 when you make your first deposit. Go to FanDuel.com slash Cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com slash Cowherd. FanDuel, more ways to win. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're joined by the young goat, young internet legend, Zach Fox. Pleasure to have you on. Usually people come on to promote stuff, but Zach said it's all top secret, everything he's working on right now. So, so Zach, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, y'all. I appreciate it, man. Big fan. Really? You ain't got a lie, dog. Yeah, I fuck with it. No, I'm dead ass. Me and Zach, me and yeah. Twitter buds, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we always, man. I, I found out about the yeah. show through your Twitter and went and checked it out and like, yeah, it's dope shit. So appreciate that shit. Yeah. So you're a comedian, you host the shows, you rap. I don't know if you're a DJ, but that sound those SoundCloud mixes be going crazy, bro. Is there anything <laughs> you tried and were like, nah, like this ain't it? Nobody will ever know I did this shit. Uh yeah, I tried to um I tried to I tried a lot of shit. I had I was like a lot of people like before I was even on the internet, they don't I guess, you know, you don't think about it that way, but I was just like a working class dude. And like, like I worked at Jimmy John's for a second and was a, uh, was supposed to be a delivery biker, but my bike got stolen like the week that I was supposed to start. Oh, supposed to laugh, and this, was, like, this was downtown Atlanta. This was downtown Atlanta. So uh, all the other niggas had bikes at the shop and I didn't want to lose the job. So I didn't tell because the, the way the bike shit worked, you would take the sandwich and you would walk to this other little, you know, the bike the spot bike yeah. shit where the bike. Right, 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 right. So you can. So I yeah. was finessing. I was like, yeah, yeah. No, I got my bike right out back. And so they would hand me an order and I would just run. I can't believe my dog was immorally transporting BLTs out here. <laughs> It started to build a pattern because by the third sandwich, I would come back and they'd be like, why is this nigga so tired? Like everybody else still has all this energy. Why is he like dying? And I would just, I would be sprinting because it was like right in the middle of downtown. So the orders would be like, all right, go to the SunTrust building. So I would just do, 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 juke through downtown, hit the SunTrust building, go to the 30th floor, come back down, run back to Jimmy John's. And then eventually they found out and they were like, yo, dog, Bro, like, I, we can't have you. I, I, can't, imagine, you I can't imagine what I would do if I would see a motherfucker running with a Jimmy John bag in a Jimmy John uniform. There's gotta be video somewhere of like a skinny 21 year old me sprinting through downtown Atlanta with a Jimmy John's bag, like a football, <laughs> like tough. <laughs> Yo, that's the wildest shit, um, man. So, yes. Yeah, so, um, so Zach, shit, like, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Zach, you know, you're a fucking Twitter legend. And, you know, I I know you probably hate when motherfuckers say that because I hate when motherfuckers say that about me and shit, too. But it's true. Um, but, you know, you're kind of like 
<laughs> you, you're kind of like a motherfucking, you're fucking hilarious on Twitter, first and foremost, but you're like one of the freedom fighters of Twitter who like always gets suspended. Like you and Jabuki, like y'all, they send y'all motherfuckers to the gulag <laughs> and y'all are like the people's chance. And we're so fucking sick whenever y'all get suspended, right? <laughs> we're like free motherfucking sack. Right, right. All he did was call the president a lumpy city bitch. Like, what? I thought this was America. <laughs> right. So, so, so. I mean, how how does that feel for you? You know, even if you're out the mix to see like that outpouring of support and of of just you know thousands of motherfuckers who, who fuck with you and you and they fuck with you. There's only one fucking Zach Fox. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you're a different motherfucker mm-hmm. in the best way. You know. So, so how does that feel to see like that outpouring whenever they sit your ass to the gulag? it feels it honestly feels good and and sometimes it's confusing because it's not it's like you know i'm not in jail (laughs) a privilege has been removed on my life Uh, i remember like the big suspension like when i really when they really took me off like 2019 or whatever that was and i you know it was like a year-long shit that just ended and this nigga Thundercat would be like, free Zach Fox. I'll be like, nigga, just call me. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I, like, we live right next to each other. Like, just come hang out. But I get the sentiment. And like, even with me and him, like our friendship started because of Twitter. Like, because of just like being fools online and like, you know, saying idiotic shit to each other. So it, it feels awesome, man, that people are like, no, we need you over here because even as much as I try to downplay, you know, like you're saying, like you try to downplay the Twitter shit, but it's a it's a real part of uh of of what built up my shit. You know what I mean? Like niggas literally grew up with me, yeah. and like, and that's weird <laughs> yeah. to me now. Like, that's weird to like to be like 30, and I'm like, oh fuck! Like there's kids out here who like went from high school to college, and are like, yeah, you were yeah. part of me getting kicked out of class because <laughs> I would laugh at your shit. I'm like, wow. Fuck. That's real, man. Shout out to Thundercats too, bro. That's the that's Hold on, Joe. Let, let yeah. me, let me, I, I, got, I have one other question about Twitter. It's actually Zach for you, but Tyler for you too. Like, I've always wondered, you know, Twitter, like all these internet companies, it's this big blank canvas and you go on, like you said, like you, you built a career out of it. But at the same time, even though there's all this creative freedom there where you could kind of rise to the top without having been like a Harvard lampoon writer or whatever, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's still a a trillion dollar corporation that's like using Mm -hmm. everyone's content for free to make money. How do you like, do you think about that? How do you see that balance of like, it's a blank canvas, but it's also a blank canvas that's owned by a dude who made a billion dollars off of your tweets. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got a, I have a ton of feelings about it. I, I fucking hate it first off. Cause it's, it's like, like being on Twitter and then going into the TV industry and having people like, yo, like come right on my shit or whatever. Like you really see how a lot of motherfuckers just be taking your shit, sharking shit off Twitter, Twitter, you know, as a few years ago became what, you know, uh, stand-up rooms in new york motherfuckers who would leave from their tv jobs at in living color or wherever else and go sit at the the comedy cellar and write down niggas jokes while they were you know (laughs) sitting on stage you know giving out free you know that's that's what it's the same shit and you know i see a lot of like twitter premises become tv shows or jokes on tv shows and i won't name names or or whoever because it's whatever it's all love it's all like intellectual property anyway it's just thoughts but at the same time, it's like, yeah, this nigga Jack, like, <laughs> reaps in billions from, 
from all like especially yeah Dennis, like like and he got a vendetta against your ass years. too like bro like the fuck <laughs> oh yeah one, yeah it's like it's definitely there like somebody's like i don't fuck with this guy i'll let him back mm. on but fuck him and that's that's cool but i yeah it's like what the only alternative is to to build something else entirely that's like you know got a different motive rather than like one white nigga with a top five <laughs> getting a boat yeah. off of my jokes. <laughs> I know, but, hey, but, but, that, plan. but, but the, no, but that's exactly true. I mean, like I, I've, I've told Tyler a hundred times, like I'm only on Twitter because of him. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was on Twitter and I was like, I don't, okay. I don't care what, you know, this actress says or whatever. But when I first found Tyler, I became like a Twitter addict. It was just like the funniest TV show I've ever seen is on my phone all the time for free watching yeah. the same shit I am. You know what I mean? And I've talked to him about that before we even knew each other. We're friends like they should be paying you for this. You're like you're the only reason probably a lot of your followers have not deleted this app off their phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, yeah, that, yeah. That, that dynamic, I think, is like is weird. You at least have like you said, you know, you launched your career off of it. So there's some sort of a tangible benefit to you in that regard, I guess. I, I was going to say, I think that, you know, a party feels like, so what if motherfuckers bite? You can't bite forever, but a funny motherfucker going to be a funny motherfucker forever. You know what I mean? Like, that's just going to run out. We'll, we'll see. But motherfuckers have been cashing out off of motherfucking stolen ass <laughs> Twitter content, too. So I can't say that it's like you'll never succeed because motherfuckers are succeeding off that fucking sham. But, um, but yeah, uh, you, you know, like I said, I, I think that that you know the the truly funny people i think the truly funny people on twitter never join twitter to be like hey this is my big break motherfuckers just wanted to to get some shit off their chest and like you know tweet out some shit and and kill some motherfucking time i feel like that's all the the true legit funny people had hopped on twitter with no agenda and they're just like because i feel like that's a common theme everyone's like i had no idea my shit would take off like this you know what i mean the funniest motherfuckers always say mm-hmm. that. um yeah yeah mm-hmm. so um I mean, you know, like I said, there's a part of me that thinks you can't steal forever. A funny person gonna be a funny person forever, but like the funny people got to blow too. So those motherfuckers who are stealing start starving. You know what I mean? Like that's a big important part of this equation. All right. So your song's wild as hell. This is a weird. <laughs> Change to the your song's wild. Your song's wild as hell. <laughs> but, but there are some bars that I could definitely like see happening in them shits. Like when you say you listen to Sade with your headphones on while getting bopped up. You know what I mean? This seems like mm-hmm. kind of a vibe. Like how much is like mm-hmm. how much comes from real life when you when you rap? Yo, Zach can legit rap. Like that shit, bro. Probably, like, but bro, I be like, bro. nigga, the shit believable too. And it be wild. I be like, the bean really kicked in though. Like I, <laughs> that sounds like what'll happen when the bean kicks in. You feel me? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I a lot of it is real. A lot of it is like I I definitely like. I love rap music for hyperbole. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the main reason we all fuck with yeah. shit. We don't want to hear about, we don't want to hear about young Dolph's relationship with his mother. We want to hear about him killing it. So like. <laughs> True. <laughs> if, fact, you, know, you feel me? A fact, indeed. Even if rock, like I was listening to a rock Marciano song the other day and he talks about like, I don't remember the sp- specific bar, but the scenario was him walking at a sweet chick in LA and killing the nigga outside. And I was like, well, that can't happen. Never happen, right? no Fairfax. It would never happen. <laughs> but like, I love, I love the image that he yes. paints and all that type shit. So um, yeah, man, I, I, I would, I would say my music and the shit that I want to rap about is the same shit that y'all see me make jokes about, you know, and, and I, I want to just like always 
only be confined by like imagination and, and live in just my cartoon world. My biggest inspiration is, is Blowfly. I don't know if y'all know about Blowfly, Never but he's a, uh, he's this dude named, uh, I forget his last name, Clarence, Clarence something, but he was a songwriter back in the, the sixties and seventies. And he uh, wrote for a bunch of Stax records, artists mm-hmm. like, uh, mm-hmm. like Betty Davis and, and a bunch of other folks. And, you know, he was just fucked up, tired of the music industry. He moved to Miami to be a songwriter. And he was like, all this is whack. And he started dressing up at night uh, in this sparkly costume with wings on it and a leotard and shit and calling himself Blowfly. Born and raised in Georgia. He was a sharecropper as a kid. Like he's, he, oh. he was an old dude. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's gone now. But um, yeah, so he, yeah, he was fucked up about it. But his gig was, he would go out at night to these dirty ass dive bars and just like shitty ass venues. And he would flip the lyrics of popular soul songs like Casey and Sunshine Band and Otis Redding and uh, all these different Sam Cooke. And he would just change them to be about like sucking dick and like eating ass. What, what was this? Doing cocaine. <laughs> this like, bro, 60s, 70s, 80s. This dude, people don't know about Blowfly. He invented rap music. Like, you can go, and I'm you not. And if you need more credible source of that, like <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Snoop Dogg and Method Man talk about Blowfly, and, and they have extensively, but it just doesn't it hasn't reached over because nobody archives this shit for some reason. But yeah, dude, like he got this song called uh, Blowfly's Rap, and he had hundreds, like all these tapes where he would he turned uh, sitting on the dock of the bay to shitting off the dock of the bay. He, he was just like, like the first. <laughs> He was the first bona fide troll. Right. He, yeah. was like, he is the he is the ground zero of how you get somebody like me or Lil B mm-hmm. or anybody else where I'm like, that's the nigga I want to be. A nigga who's just like, fuck all that shit that you're talking about. Where's the laughs at? Where's the funny? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna die about some funny shit. <laughs> so that's one to look up. You know, Zach, like I said, you can for real flat out rap and like one of my favorite you know pieces that you gave us was that family function shit with you and father like you spaz on that shit for real mm-hmm. for real dog um and by but my <laughs> personal favorite is that motherfucking you <laughs> you better praise god or i'm gonna shoot and that's on god no. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i ever laughed harder quit walking into church you feel me yeah <laughs> What made you come up with that, man? Like, I, I, I want the thought process and the behind the scenes on that because that's one of my most favorite fucking like rap videos, memes, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, I think it was it was a lot of what I'm saying with the blowfly yeah. shit. Like, I was you know I was fucking tired of doing what I was doing. Like, I took a job for some bread and mm-hmm. I didn't like the job. I, I hate Vice. Like, I, I hate you know. <laughs> I hate late night TV in that mm-hmm. format. Yeah. Like I don't fuck with, I don't fuck with none of that bullshit. But like I did it, and I was, you know, getting cool bread or whatever. But I was just like extremely bored. New York was cold as fuck. I was like, this shit is so ag. And then finally, when the call came in, I actually when the call came in that they were canceling the show, I was already back in LA. I was writing on Eric Andre's show, mm-hmm. um, and I left from Eric's show that day, and they were and. I was getting the news that they canceled the show and everybody who was involved in the show was like, yo, fuck yes. This is awesome. We fucking hate this shit. Like, <laughs> like we can all... <laughs> and, and I was like, I was like, oh my God. And so, and there was, it just so happened that the same day, Kenny was like, yo, do you want to do an episode of the cave? So I was already 
turned up from like losing a job for some reason like my checks were gone and I was for some reason like I was like yeah it's dope <laughs> I was like I'm, I'm a bad bitch you know what I mean and and I was leaving Eric's I was leaving Eric Andre's writer writer's room so I was already like just on on 10 on like I was floating on like eight levels of irony already and um when Kenny played that sample it just like and and like when your niggas are there it's just a different type of funny that's that's gonna happen and uh yeah man I, so kenny beats produced that? i still to this day i had, yeah, I had no yeah, idea that's kenny. Low kenny. yeah, yeah that show there was a dude yeah. in the back like playing with a sword and shit like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that shit episode was crazy yeah yeah but that's that's kenny and yeah man we were just like fooling around honestly so how did People always think like I was like drunk or high or some shit. I was dead sober. That's not like some sober. <laughs> and jobless. So how did you? How did you yeah. like you know the whole awful records fam click like you and fucking you know Key and and father and shit. Oh, uh, poverty. Honestly, <laughs> just like being like destitute. <laughs> hey. I, I I I actually went to I went to high school with uh. I went to high school with Cardi and Obi, uh, Ethereal, sorry, and and Micah Freeman and a couple other people. And I left and I went to college for some reason. And when I got when I dropped out of college, they were already like full swing on like, no, we're on this art life, like, like, but we're in the streets with it and we're gonna build it from just our community and da da da. And you know, for a second I was trying to go down this like bureaucratic path of like, I'm gonna go to school and try to get like an art job and then I was like no this is whack I'm just gonna like do something else entirely and I just went like they were literally living smack dab in the middle of uh Edgewood like where like Ola Runt and then is from like Front Street type shit like in a pretty fucked up part of town and like I just went and was sleeping on the couch and like it really it just started where like wherever I could help I would just help out whether it was like DJing for Keith Charles or, you know, doing art for Faber for his, his mixtape or doing art for Obi or literally helping people shoot videos. I was just like, whatever I can help y'all do, I'm gonna do it. And we were already friends. So we had a rapport and um, yeah, that's, that's really how it happened. I was just like, I'm gonna just try to put my tendrils in, in anything. I'm, I think I'm still doing that. I'm still like on, on baby mode, trying to learn how to do a lot of shit. For sure. So, 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 did you have like a moment where you said "fuck this shit," or was it just like a slow process of you coming to a, a conclusion of "fuck this shit"? Uh, uh, fuck this shit as far as school, or just like yes, as far as school. Like, like when you said you didn't want to be the, the corporate on the corporate art side of things. Yeah, I think it was it was a few things because it was like it was also like a lot of people that I went to school with. Like, I went to school with like a lot of brunch blacks and like <laughs> wingtip shoe wearing type <laughs> niggas that I don't like. And I feel, feel, <laughs> You was out here wearing sweater vests and shit, nigga. <laughs> I, still, I still openly beef. I openly beef with sexy flexy like wingtip neck hair niggas. Like I you, you like were on you. Twitter <laughs> before Twitter existed, is what your problem was. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I was already like jaded as fuck as as like a teenager, and and then I went to school, and it was that again, and then like just more like respectability politics, and I was like, why is all this respectability bullshit in art? Like I thought I came to art school to learn how to like show people my art and how to get better and be skilled. And they were like, no, nigga, you're here to learn how to work at Pixar. If you, if that's not what you want, then go somewhere else. And, and that, that's the energy that I got from being at, 
from being at art school it was that it was nowhere for someone who who didn't fit mm-hmm. it, it, it just wasn't that it just wasn't if you couldn't fit within the confines of the shit and the road that niggas laid out for you then like you got to figure out something else to do. Also, that was around the time that Lil B came out and I was just like, what am I doing? (laughs) Yeah, this (laughs) motherfucker is just hopping in the boot bullshit and becoming an icon, right? Yeah. Yeah, Lil B was fully out at that time and I was just like, okay, well, I'm obviously in the wrong place with two motherfuckers out here, so I'm leaving. You just said it like you're you've got your tendrils in everything. And that I, I I was curious about that. Like, did you ever have in that moment when you go, fuck this path, I don't want to work for Pixar. Did you have an end goal in mind or have you just been saying yes to interesting shit and no to boring shit? You know what I mean? Like, do you have a place you're trying to end up or is it just as long as it remains interesting and new? That's that feeling is the goal more so than like a box to get into. Yeah, it's definitely the feeling, but it's like, it's also the balance. Like I'm, I, as I started to grow up and like look at comedy and what I wanted to do, I realized that things are not binary at all. Like if you just, if you just try to be, you know, completely chaos, then like you'll, you'll land with, with just all of your art being in the void. You know, it's like, I see a lot of niggas who just put all their jokes into the void and they might be the funniest niggas, but they don't, they're not trying to push for any kind of structure and like actually building something and stacking the bricks up. So I was like, especially when I came out here to LA, I was like, let me get a community. Let me like really find who is out here who like understand, who understands my shit and who can connect with me and be like, here's how we'll improve your vision. And then I can go, here's how I'll improve yours. And we just keep going back and forth and back and forth. By the time you know it, Sam J, you know, Jack Knight, Langston Kerman, Thundercat, you know, Flying Lotus, different people around me, when they do projects, like we can help each other out. And I think that's like what a lot of people don't get to experience, unfortunately, because of how, um, because of how like individualized the internet makes you, it, it, it becomes, it's just getting harder and harder for people to like mesh up and connect. I was, I was looking at a tweet earlier about how like Paul Wall showed up to the studio for like 45 minutes and did his verse on yeah. drive slow. And then like hung out with everybody and they took a little bit of pictures and he gave an amazing verse and then he just he just left and like even and they never saw him again. It was yeah. like yeah, yeah like never, it was, that was the perfect forty five minutes and then he just disappeared. Yeah, yeah I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. And it's not the same thing, but I just I like even with the pandemic, I just I miss comedy being communal. And that's why I got into stand up too. I was like, let me take it, let me take it to the stage. It's like put it out into the physical world and like just fucking connect with people. But yeah, I think ending up in a place where like you have that creative autonomy where you like, I'm trying to be like on some Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen, like Danny McBride, mm. Zach Galifianakis, mm-hmm. like how all these white niggas in the 2000s would be like, I got a funny ass stupid idea. And they take it to a network. And say, the network's here's three like, years. Yeah, here's fucking- <laughs> right, yeah, right. right. Like, for your dumb ass but, idea. But, but they yeah. don't just go, they don't just go like, I, Seth Rogen, am doing this. They go, I'm bringing all of these goofy white niggas with me. Mm-hmm. And the company has to say yes, because that's that's his gang. That's his boys. And there's proof of their um, their ability to to make good stuff. So that's where I'm at. All right. So we got we got these these things we've been arguing about for years on our motherfucking podcast. All right. I love arguing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. 
The first one is, what's the most important part of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich? The peanut butter or the jelly? Peanut butter. Thank God, nigga, fuck out of here, bro. Explain yourself. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I caught the Holy Ghost real quick. <laughs> I've never been that excited about They've been calling me a Republican because I yeah. said peanut butter, Only man. I, I needed a real one to go ahead and tap Only in with me. You know what I mean? I'm excited about peanut butter, though. <laughs> I'm excited over winning, nigga. That ain't... <laughs> Before Zach gives his statement, respectfully, fuck you, Zach, and fuck you, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling it's like you don't. I feel like a peanut butter jelly sandwich, like it's like peanut butter is like the blues and jelly is like hip hop and like all the other shit that comes at peanut butter. It's like the foundational thing of the sandwich where like if you if I had to choose between just having a peanut butter sandwich and just a jelly sandwich, the jelly sandwich, like I'm gonna punch a hole in the wall because it's like <laughs> it's just sugar. It's just like. How many people do you think you have had to kill to eat a fucking jelly sandwich? That's some sociopathic (laughs) ass shit, dog. No, you definitely cut fingers. You cut fingers off first, then you cut off the hand, (laughs) then you cut at the elbow. (laughs) You appreciate murder, you know what I mean? If you eat jelly sandwiches, dog. (laughs) I, I, you know, and I totally agree with with, uh, Zach on this because I have never said that you need more jelly than peanut butter to have a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I, I've always, I, right. I've always mm-hmm. said that, I've Correct. always said that peanut butter is the foundation, but jelly is what takes it over the top. Like you've got, you know, three, four. The fact that you need less jelly makes it exactly. more There exactly. is exactly. no jelly, yeah. peanut butter and jelly without the peanut butter. Like there's no sandwich without the, you, that's the foundation. Okay, you, you, and you've had three or four Destiny Child members and only one Beyonce. You have five O linemen and only one QB. The jelly, jelly is the Beyonce, Beyonce and the quarterback in this shit. Beyonce can go off individually and do that. her thing, though. You know what I mean? Like jelly alone ain't shit. It always needs a foundation. You feel jelly me? Don't need shit, but I'll eat a scoop of peanut butter by itself, nigga. Ain't nobody no scoop of jelly. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, jelly, all jelly needs is toast. You spread some jelly on a motherfucker. Hey, but jelly that, with toast. Jelly with toast. Fire. That goes, yeah. but the, but you need the toast. You need to. I have never bro. taken a full scoop yeah. of peanut butter to my mouth. I don't know what the well, fuck. You're missing out, Tyler. I'm telling <laughs> you that right now. <laughs> I am never. Zach, 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 are you a spoon peanut butter eating motherfucker? We need to know. I'm a spoon peanut butter. Look at me, bro. You know me. Thank God, nigga. Oh, man. We, nigga. Bro, bro. You feel me? These niggas been acting so weird since I said this peanut hey, butter. This is a tough shit. blow. This is yeah. a tough hey, blow God, for, for, jelly, man. for jelly bro. fan, bro. This is a tough, this is bro. a tough blow. John has not had really the any numbers, support The this, numbers bro. were on my side, but they was on some gerrymandering shit. Like, well, the bro, real ones didn't say school. they fucked with peanut, but it'd be three niggas that said they fucked with jelly, but it was it was their homies, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Cheating, man. Peanut butter got them carbs, nigga. You can live. You like you can fight me. <laughs> you eat a scoop of peanut butter. I'll beat boxers eat yeah. peanut butter, yeah. nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> bloop, 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 little nigga. You feel me? Like, goddamn. Yeah. Shit. Finally. Yeah. Go ahead and have to ask the rat versus squirrel shit, Mike. All right, Zach. What's more athletic? <laughs> a rat or a squirrel? Athletic? Like if you want, if uh, if you want a nigga on your team, if you wanted one on your team, which one would you want on your squad? You was playing a sport. 
Damn, there's so many more questions I have. Like, ask where's the, the rat from? Ask the, okay. That's important. There's it's a, from New York. A New York subway rat is a whole different... <laughs> replace, or, 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 replace or a river rat no, no, from listen. Louisiana. Hey, no, 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 listen. I'm not no, stronger than a New York rat. Replacement level New York park daytime squirrels and rats. Okay. Damn. But can we... But what's the sport, though? What's the task game? Hey, we talk... Because there's certain... I break it down. Football. Break it down how you want to break it down. So you could you could put them in different a positions. Squirrel, a squirrel is that's the Jerry Rice. Like that's, that's track fucking, like Furnace. that's the, yeah, he's going, mm-hmm. yeah. But that rat nigga. A rat is a fullback. A, a rat is let, a power the, Are they letting the rat bite niggas on the field? The rat can do whatever the fuck a rat does, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm I'm going with the rat. Hey, nigga, hey, I'm going bro. With the rat. Two, two the rat biting niggas. They, nigga, they was telling me that the squirrel. I'm like a squirrel, soft as fuck. I seen a squirrel like get like have a heart attack, almost getting hit by a car, bro. It got scared yeah. and passed the fuck out on the fucking street, bro. Like so, dog, man, squirrel. You didn't see that? Well, I, I told a... you about that. No, you no, told, I, you, what that's you, not true. You, I saw you that say, shit. What you say, you guys? That bro, motherfucker did this. Team. No, you, you was not. A, you ain't on the rat team. You, when we talk about cousins, you was on the squirrel team. team. We were talking about you a flip flopping ass nigga right now. We were talking about Russell Westbrook and the muscle density of rats. Bro, did he, when we was on when we was on the cousins, what was you? What team was you on? I was trying to be funny with cousins because yeah, you get worked up, he, bro. Hey. Let's move to the next subject. <laughs> <laughs> I got a white man, man. What would make it really interesting is if we if we start to talk about the size. Like, would you ha- rather have a life size squirrel or a life size rat on your team? Like, he's human size. He's, he's your height. A, a human size rat that's, is king of the world. That's, like, that's a god. You talking about a god at that point? You feel that's me? Thanos. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right. So, have you heard of uh, Cocaine Bear? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Have you heard of that nigga? Bro, bro, no, bro, cocaine, so. cocaine Bear is getting a movie. Did y'all see that news break the last year? I saw that. Yes. I saw that. I saw that. So look, look, a government operative turned like drug pen nigga dropped $15 million worth of cocaine from a plane, right? And a control. Oh, yeah, a, the, and the bear yeah. ate, ate it. You feel bear, me? Like, I want to know this. Yeah. How much yeah. would you pay to witness that bear high as fuck off the white? You feel me? Like, what type of money would you pay to witness that shit, dog? <laughs> That's a whole cartoon, honestly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the that's human, a whole cartoon. To, that's the human Tasmanian devil in bear form type shit, right? Real shit. Like. I, I, yeah. I I for real think a bear on cocaine like the scary shit I've you heard. A human on cocaine. When you a human on cocaine, you feel like a god. If you a bear cocaine, Bro, you imagine, are a god. Imagine, you know what I mean? Like imagine yeah. you just outside camping and a bear come up to your tent, tear the tent off, and just start pitching you business ideas. <laughs> like, what's up, nigga? All right, that's how we gonna get this. <laughs> So you get this paper, nigga. <laughs> you heard of Forex? Kodak Black spreading this shit. Yeah. Have you ever thought of crowdsourcing soup recipes? <laughs> hey, nigga, you heard of NFTs? Nigga? It's like you can sell a JPEG, but you get like 15 racks off that motherfucker. Right, right, right. But how much? How much would yeah. you pay to see that shit? Like, like, how you feel about that? endless amounts i want to see that in every in every format i want to i want the cocaine bear album i want the book the, the fucking <laughs> the t-shirt the cartoon would go crazy if pixar if pixar wasn't awesome like christian shit all the time i would want them to make a cocaine bear movie you're crazy that's it. with those effects and we just see the and we just see the last like two hours of his life which had to be just 
like chaotic for the whole ecosystem around him. <laughs> what was the bear doing? Like, I, I really want to know what the fucking bear was doing. He high. was for two hours before his heart <laughs> exploded out through his nostrils. He was the most dangerous predator that has ever right. been on Earth. There was no <laughs> like, way he was going to like stop. Apex predator. This nigga went above that. <laughs> right. like, four, like, right. There was no way that bear was going to stop that, taking that cocaine. It never felt nothing like that in his fucking life. It had to eat all of that shit, dog. And it took $15 million worth to kill a fucking bear. That speaks highly on fucking bears, too, my nigga. You feel me? Yeah. Nigga, we would have been dead yeah. a quarter of yeah, a barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half, half a brick is oh, getting yeah. a human out. And that motherfucker ran through like four or five of them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga went crazy. That motherfucker was Kudos stupid. to that bear, bro. Man, nigga. That's crazy. I just, I, I wish we could have given that bear more. Right. Like, right. I noticed there's so much more he wanted to, like, I know he was like, like 30 minutes in, he was like, nigga, I need to make an album. <laughs> I have to drop an album. And he couldn't find a mic. Like, he doesn't know what an engineer is. It was Kenny like, Beats say, you feel me? Like, you know what right. I mean? Right. We, we let that bear down. Yeah. <laughs> Him, that bear would have, like, nigga, he would have made Griselda look stupid if he dropped the album. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the hardest shit we ever heard. Hey, we're trying to get Benny on right now. We might have to make the whole interview with Benny about cocaine. <laughs> right, 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 right. He gonna drop hey, it in hey, a hey, lyric too. Congrats he gonna drop on the new album. Shit. Yeah, congrats on the new it. album. We're excited. We have really important work to get to with you right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's a West Side Gun song, definitely. Yeah, he's getting a movie. The Cocaine Bear is getting a movie directed by Elizabeth Banks. Who's Elizabeth Banks? Mike, Mike, you have to be the, uh, a white guy here and tell yeah, us who that is. Here, I'm gonna show the, you the, the picture. white explainer. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show you the. No picture. idea who that this is. One. Sorry. What was he in? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm not here. Um. Does it say what the premise of the movie is? Is it live action? It's going to be a yeah, it's going to be a live action horror comedy, which I do feel like is the right genre oh, okay. mashup. I'm getting movie. high as fuck. Okay. There will be a lot okay. of weeds in my system watching that motherfucker. So there's there's some of what we're talking about. I'm guessing that's going to be here. They're going to turn the bear up like the nigga dick going to be hard. He's going to be running through the cabin. Like Pee Wee Longway. <laughs> Pee Wee! <laughs> Long way, long way. I hope they don't put a plot on the movie. I hope it's just stream of consciousness from the moment he finds the bag. It needs to be Sharknado. Sharknado. Hey, Pee Wee need to be in that video. He need to be in that movie for so though. They need to find a spot for Pee Wee. No, Pee Wee needs to to play. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, geeky. You feel me? Like need that. Need costume on him. Shouts to Pee Wee. I was a schoolboy. Long way, man. I fuck yeah. with that man. That motherfucker ain't give. Ain't, he ain't give black. He ain't give black shit on that motherfucker. He's a legend for that. Oh no! Nah. Right now, nah. he know glad to. Yeah, he, he the poly. Yeah. He know that time it is. That boy's and I was a school yeah. boy. <laughs> Smiling with a mouth full of gold teeth. I love him for that shit. <laughs> nah, I went. I went to school and went home. I was a school boy. <laughs> That's the long way, man. Yeah. Hey, y'all want to talk about boys and men, dog? <laughs> We leaning in on that shit. That's Tyler, that's your Tyler's shit. That's, that's your shit. Yo, Tyler. I didn't even look. Okay, it's it's been widely known that I think boys and men are the are the lamest motherfucking army group of all time. 
I think I'll make love yeah, to you. I, I think like you want me to. Listen, bro. <laughs> I'll hold Listen, you, bro. They they have made the least sexiest songs about sex I've ever heard in my life, nigga. I'll, I'll make love to you. That is Wells Fargo on hold overdraft distribution <laughs> waiting music. There is nothing sexy about yeah. that shit. Like, like, bro, the, the sexiest song Boy Simon ever made was was about snow. It was, it let it snow is the sexiest shit. Boy Simon. What what makes the song what makes that song so unsexy is the like you want yeah. me to because it's like when a girl be like, can I come over and you and a nigga be like, I do want to. <laughs> do you want to come over? <laughs> right. How you how how you gonna fuck how you gonna fuck me tonight? How do you want me to? That's how bored is hell, dog. That's bitch. Right, right. Boy, somebody said, "Bitch, stop asking me questions." <laughs> like, how you want me to? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's some bullshit, bro. They are not the Joe to see that was crying because their girl left for six minutes to go to the grocery store. You know what that I'm saying? That motherfucker did go to the grocery yeah. store and that motherfucker did say he was crying, <laughs> bro. Said, I'm gonna cry for you tonight. It's been six minutes. Where the fuck you Bitch. at? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, KC. Nigga, I'm in Walgreens, dog. Like, relax, bro. Buy some Mike and Ike's, nigga. You know what I mean? This nigga at home crying. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck voice, man. And I say that respectfully. I, I'm, I'm sure they're great guys, but their music is weak as fuck. I say that respectfully. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that take. I think that's that's a good take. That's a yeah. really good take. Tyler's talked so Nothing much shit on, on Boys to Men at this point that I don't even know what people were making fun of them for today, but it got going on Twitter and Tyler had like 70 people at <laughs> yeah. him under shit. Bro. Like, here we go. We're talking about yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to make sure you knew that, you know, it's happening. Right. right. A, a motherfucker said, said boys and men was better than Joe and everyone was like, they threw the bat signal up for me like, Dragonfly, come out here! You see this motherfucker talking oh, yeah. reckless about fucking no. Joe to see about me. Yeah, so yeah, but fuck. Black Republican yeah. would say some shit like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck that Wells Fargo on hold music, man. <laughs> uh, all right, Zach, man, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, everyone, I mean, it's Zach. You know, I mean, shit. Legend. we're not promoting anything. The he's just fuck? here hanging out. Legendary. Talking about rats and squirrels yeah. and shit. So yeah. y'all will see what the fuck I'm working on soon. Uh, hey. Stay tuned, man. Yeah, man. Stay bro, tuned. Bro. Turn your notifications on. I love when a motherfucker I want to win tells me, <laughs> stay tuned, bro. That shit gets me giddy. I'm like, hell yeah, bro. Fuck us up with that shit whenever you drop whatever the fuck <laughs> Yes. But yeah, Zach, we appreciate the fuck out you, man. For real. Appreciate you hopping on with us, man. Thank y'all, man. Huge fan. Can't wait to see this shit. Y'all sure. stay up. So appreciate you, G. All right. All right, All right y'all. Peace. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you. That was awesome. I would like it if Zach Fox would come and be on our show once a week or so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, right there. This is people don't care about like the production of podcasts, but I would just say that like we had boys to men and the cocaine bear. We were going to talk about just the three of us after the interview was over. And it was just like, why would like, let's just do the show with Zach, bro. Like, <laughs> Why would we not include <laughs> right. cocaine bear and shitting on boys to men? <laughs> right. One of, the, you know one of the greatest minds of our <laughs> fucking time. We need to, we didn't weigh in on this shit. What type of monsters would we be? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man.
Uh, but anyway, I'm excited for what he's got going on, man. That's there's no Tyler said there's no better feeling than when someone that you think is dope says, I have some stuff coming and I'm not allowed to talk. About I love it. Me, I love please. It. I yes. love being flexed on by the homies. You feel me? Like Rudy, you know what I mean? I'm a fan. Um, all right. It obviously aired last week, but since we were on with Colin on Sunday, we didn't get a chance to give our final episode of WandaVision thoughts. And I, I felt like Tyler and I had a policy where we weren't talking about the show in the group chat. So we, we genuinely haven't talked yeah, about it. Is, and yeah, I'm like, we, I had to do it. So <laughs> yeah, let's, let's fucking go. Yo. Um, I, I want to talk about the fucking vision versus vision resolution. First and foremost, the motherfucking, the, 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 the boat of Theseus fucking hypothetical that made oh oh which yes. i was literally going to do on this show yes. by the way as a fucking philosophical question i yes. was but i was gonna there's a version of it that's human being and cyborg you replace your finger with a robot's finger like how far do you go before you're not a human being anymore mm. i was literally gonna do that to you guys on the podcast i was like the leo meme when he, when leo. he started doing <laughs> the shit <with> <laughs> But well, okay, for, for the listeners who might not be um, familiar with this, this is one of the oldest, you know, philosophical exercises, hypotheticals, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, from ancient Greece, the whole hypothetical is the boat of Theseus. They say if, if there's a boat that Theseus, you know, set sail on and they put it in a, in a museum and over time, the wood planks start to rot and over time they replace the wood rotting planks. Is this still the same boat of Theseus or is it not? And me personally, I thought about that shit. And I was like, hell no, if you replace the shit, that ain't the same shit. But then I did this exercise to myself. I, I modernized it, right? I said, like, you know, I love a fucking 87 Monte Carlo, right? right? right. Like, like one, yep. of my, one of my favorite cars. Now, if you told me that, okay, we've got an 87 Monte Carlo here. We blew off the brains, which is, you know, switching out the engine. We, we put a new transmission in it. We, we, we took off rusted panels and put new panels in it. Is this the same um, 87 Monte Carlo? I'll be like, yeah, it is. So like, <laughs> well, let me put it like this. And this is what I love about Greek philosophical conversations. They anticipated so much shit that their society right. didn't know about. You have replaced every molecule in your body since you were born. Yeah. Are you still you? Right. I mean, like, you, it, like that's a, a level of science that they weren't necessarily thinking about. But yeah, I love that. Like in the middle of a fight, like, <laughs> Yeah, motherfuckers break out a fucking philosophical debate in the middle of a fight, right? That's my kind of fight, bro. That's how Italian people fight. You're like, <laughs> like you're in the middle and then you're just like, Shippathesius, let's go. I love that shit. But I will say this, though. There is a very important part where vision, you know, like I said in the last episode, you have to pay attention to the, the colors of like fucking shit that goes down here, right? And there's a point in that where, where, Green and yellow vision, green and um red vision. He, you know, puts his hand on fucking white vision and he's like, you know, going inside his mind and all that shit. And you can see that there's like yellow shit from the mind stone, right? That goes into white vision. And that was the same yellow shit from the mind stone that Wanda created vision with, and it was vision's consciousness. So you're telling me that there is a vision out there with a piece of vision's. There's a white vision out there with a piece it's of his body. Light. Yeah, it's it's vision's body with a piece. It's new vision's body with a piece of old vision's consciousness inside of it. So they set that shit up for like the long run. And I think they're going to bring back the original vision. So. I'm, and I'm excited about that. But I would also say you, 
we all talked about it since the show. We will not speak of Scardus for series finales forever. Mm-hmm. All you want is a, a good resolution that explains everything that's true to the show. Yeah. And I was actually, when they actually got to the part where she loses her kids and her husband after they had just gone through all the shit she'd been through in her life. I was genuinely shocked that Disney plus actually allowed their first yeah. Marvel show. I mean that they didn't show it on camera, bro, but she lost. But I mean, that was like, that was heavy yeah. shit. Shar and I were sitting on the couch, like clutching each other, bro. Like, bro. Holy yeah. Shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, Disney let their flagship Marvel show, do away with a family for the finale, right? Like, you don't see yeah, that dog. shit. What the fuck? That shit was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and they had uh, our, our guy, Dick Cheney, firing, <laughs> emptying a clip <laughs> at those kids. And then a, bl- a black member of the army jumps in front and he just kept pulling the trigger <laughs> harder, bro. <laughs> I saw that song, <laughs> like, yo. Yeah, that, that was wild. But, um, but yeah, Disney, I, I am kind of shocked that Disney is going this hard with their Marvel rollout. And um, we got news that like Falcon is going to deal with like racism in his upcoming series too. Like they're not pulling punches here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like this this Disney plus ass shit, like they are like destroying families and dealing with racism. Like, wow. Like I thought this was just some baby Yoda fucking channel, but here we go. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I, yeah, I wish, like you said, it has me excited. I think that, uh, Falcon, that show comes out in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited. They said it's going to be violent as hell too. That's all I I love. Like address racism with some heavy violence. And John doesn't give a fuck about any of this. No, never the has. colors were really, really pretty, guys. And I enjoyed getting high and seeing the colors. Yeah, but you're gonna have Big to watch it. You, you're gonna have to watch the Falcon Winter Soldier thing just so you're like prepared for what everyone's gonna do to your Twitter all day. The What's next this? Day, so, bro. dude, look at me. Do I look like that nigga right now? Do you see that nigga right now when you look at me? Kinda. That's yeah. so crazy. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. And you see how much of a weirdo he is, right? Like. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, bring daddy some what? Like, you really call that's gross. All right. You said all yeah, lives matter the, a few years you, ago. I don't Have you seen the jean shorts on the jean shorts on Kevin Smith, bro? Like, we can't choose who we want to like who we look like. You know what I mean? Like, it's just everyone looks like someone that's carrying around some baggage. You I don't know? think like, I look like just... that fucking weirdo, dog. <laughs> I do. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure that topic do. will come up when the show gets on the air. Uh, that has been Jenkins and Jones, thank you so much for tapping in. Uh, we will be back on Monday with our next episode. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.